Hello, welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akunile, and this is the Avoiding Traumatic Parenting series. Like I promised, I will be talking about fighting through your child. What do we do here? We try to help you experience sexual, emotional, and mental wellness. So if this is the first time you're joining me, welcome on board. Please don't forget to go back and listen to episode one and two of this series which were titled Avoiding Traumatic Parenting. One, confronting your trauma. Two, stifling your child as a defense technique. Three, which is today, fighting through your child. Like I've been talking about in Avoiding Traumatic Parenting series, we want to ensure that we are not transferring our traumas to our kids and calling it culture. That's something we want to avoid because every generation comes with its own problem in the last thing we want to do is add more, add our own on top of that. We've talked about the nature of trauma, nature of the subconscious mind, nature of processing information in series one. And then we did talk about stifling your child because you're trying to defend them. Then the question becomes, you stifle them, you don't want them to replicate your errors, so you don't even let them leave at all. But the exact opposite of that is fighting through life with them. They are your weapon. That's what it means. So, you have a fight with someone. I don't know if this is popular where you're coming from, but it was popular in the parts of Nigeria I did live in as a child. When mothers were fighting on my streets, it was very typical for them to warn their kids not to greet the person. My mother had a different perspective though, so if she and someone had an issue and I didn't greet the person, she would literally slap the demon out of me. But that's not what it is about today. It was the fact that someone had an altercation with someone else. The child wasn't present. The child isn't the person's age group, isn't the person's age mate. The child knows nothing about the circumstance. The child has no control over both of you, so they cannot make both of you apologize to yourself. But you tell your child not to greet the person. Or you tell your child not to play with the child of the person. So though these two kids want to be friends or are friends, though these two kids have plans already, though these two kids would usually spend quality time with each other, you big babies are about to make them enemies to prove your point to each other. Why don't you both just go fight yourselves and leave us alone? Why are you fighting through us? Why am I the one not greeting her? What's my business? Why am I not greeting her? Why, am I, why can't I play with my friend? Why is my friend suddenly told to stay indoors? Why is my mom suddenly telling me to stay indoors? You're not helping that child. Because what happens is they grow up and the only model of conflict resolution they have is malice. The only concept of conflict resolution they have is recruiting other people to help them hate someone. How else do gangs fight? You have an issue with one person in the gang, the whole gang comes for you. No, what you're doing is you're making your child behave like a cultist. This child has no idea whatsoever what's happening. Now, that's just a general example. Now, let me get more in-depth. You didn't study, I don't know why I keep using academics and relationships. Anyway, it's all within the same jurisdiction for me. You didn't study the course you wanted to study in school because your parents or your guardian or school fees or something affected it. Now you want your child to go and study that course 
not because they are good at it not even because you're trying to help them make the salary you want to use them to prove to yourself that you perhaps have a doctor in your lineage or you have an educator in your lineage or you have a lawyer in your lineage i remember growing up at some point and wondering why is everybody's family broken down into three main professions doctors lawyers and engineers every family had those three professions represented then the fourth and um, almost loud one the fourth but the least paid one were teachers almost every family had a teacher almost every family had a doctor or an aspiring doctor almost every family had a lawyer or an aspiring lawyer almost every family had an engineer or an aspiring engineer and it was so hilarious because in school they were teaching us about other professions why isn't no one planning to own a kitchen why isn't no one planning to be a chef whether local or intercontinental why wasn't anybody planning to own a restaurant why wasn't anybody planning to own a hotel why wasn't anyone trying to be a skincare formulator why wasn't anyone trying to own a food processing company why wasn't anyone trying to own a factory why was everybody trying to be medical doctors lawyers and engineers literally even during career days those were the professions most represented my goodness i went to a science only school and half the time everyone wanted to be a medical doctor my set alone had ss1a to f because they were trying not to have a large number of students in class even though we were still the largest set they had seen in years we had a to f and about half of the population or at least my class half wanted to be medical doctors you know why many of our parents couldn't become medical doctors because they couldn't afford tuition and so in our time it was mandatory it was a rite of passage to say i have a doctor in my house so whether parents were accepting it or not they were having peer pressure problems they were fighting society through us are you fighting anyone through your kids some of us are fighting our parents through our kids so ah uh, you can go on nigerian twitter and see though it's not abnormal to hear of a mom sitting down in the living room and calling the kids from upstairs calling the kids upstairs to come give her the remote downstairs just on the dining table or just beside her I mean parents did silly things like that and so you have a bunch of adults growing up waiting for the opportunity to send someone else around even when it was unnecessary waiting for the opportunity to bully someone else the way they've been bullied waiting for the opportunity to beat someone else send someone else on errand pay someone else shout on someone else call someone else stupid compare someone else because that's all they know so what they're doing is they're fighting their parents they're trying to tell their parents i'm grown i've grown i can do it too now but they're not doing it themselves they're doing it through their kids are you fighting anyone through your kids? Are you making your kids pay for anyone's mistake? Are you making your kids go to the school you could not go to just so you can prove to yourself that you did it? Are you making your kids study a course they don't care about because you need to prove to yourself that someone in your house has that certificate? If that's the case, 
you're traumatizing that child. This is about avoiding traumatic parenting. So if you haven't gotten the complete PDF, I need you to go to our website, www.lisaexpress.com, www.lisaexpress.com. Go check it out, download it, answer the questions. Make up your mind to avoid traumatic parenting. Until next week where I deal with the last episode of this series, take care of yourself and do experience sexual, emotional and mental wellness.